Welcome to the Way of the Truth by Shindo. Well, um, as you may or may not have known, I know I mentioned it on my Facebook page, and I mentioned it on my Instagram page. I this is actually a bit of a dedication to uh, someone who I lost. Um, he passed away on Friday. Um, Good Friday, actually. Um, Grandmaster Rico Guy, Hunsai Rico Guy, and also a good friend of mine that was also in the martial arts industry, also, um, Master Earl Woodbury. And um, this episode, you know, it's, it's about, well, I'm going to say it's about tradition and stuff. It's sad and unfortunate, you know, that we, you know, there are people in our lives. We hold them dear to us and sometimes, you know, they have their purpose and fortunately they pass away. You know, we don't, sometimes we know more or less when we're going to lose somebody and a lot of times we don't. It's unexpected. Like, for instance, I mean, you know, I was fortunate, like, for example, in the martial arts uh, tradition. um, I was fortunate to be able to experience the old school, the old school tradition of the martial arts. Uh, When I was, when I was uh, 12, 12, 13, um, it was actually when I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school. And, uh, that was the first time that I entered a dojo. And the, uh, it was, uh, U.S. Budokai Khan Dojo, which was run under, uh, Hansai Rico Guy. And, um, you know, it was great because, uh, there's where I learned discipline. I learned, I trained hard. And uh, I've competed in tournaments and things, and uh, I met a lot of old school masters, a lot of old school martial artists. Uh, I've met, you know, um, uh, Moses Powell. I've met uh, Peter Irving. I met um, uh, Aaron Banks. I mean, these are names, you know, uh, some people may know. I mean, these are names that some people do know, and these are names that some people may not know. Um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is, is that, um, it was a beautiful thing, you know, um, I'm 37 years old, uh, I started martial arts in the, uh, 90s, and, um, even though, you know, some will say that the 80s was a change in things, or maybe the late 70s to the 80s, was a change in things or whatever. I mean, to me, it, it didn't matter because, you know, I was happy to be a part of uh, the old school uh, circle where I've met many martial artists and, uh, you know, especially the old school ones. And um, heard a lot of stories. And I learned a lot of things. I mean, this, you know, the one, you know, I have to say that, um, 
you know, the, the, you know, these were people that, that they were down to earth, you know, I mean, you would, they would talk to, you know, <laughs> well, to me, they would talk to me as if I was like, you know, their brother and, 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 um, and, and, and treated me like, you know, like I was a part, you know, um, you know, they, they had their, you know, they definitely had the old school ways, you know what I'm saying? They would say how it is and wouldn't hold back or anything like that. That was that. That's what they did, you know, that, with me. <laughs> like, there was one time in a tournament that I went to, and I, I don't know what happened. And um, I got slapped in my face twice. That wasn't hard or nothing like that, but, you know, it was like a love tap, two love taps. And uh, it was by Professor Professor Stewart, Professor Jonathan Stewart. And um, it was pretty cool, you know. <laughs> and like I said, some people probably hearing this and going to be like, okay, are you serious? Are you crazy? You got slapped twice and you found it to be cool and everything like that? Like, really? But, you know, you have to understand, you know, uh, for me, for me, was it's old school. And there's nothing like old school, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to compare, I'm not trying to mock, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to put down, that's not what this is about at all, you know, um, I have, you know, I have met also people that have studied for a long time, and they were arrogant, and, and they had the wrong attitude as well too, but it's not about, you know, this is not about that though, for me, you know, the experience was amazing, you know, the stories and what I saw and how, you know, the things that I saw, like, um, you know, like, for example, um, how the kumite was or fighting was back in the days where there was no pads or anything like that. Everything was, it was just bare hands and feet. And I think the only thing you probably had and probably not even was a mouthpiece, um, and you had to literally fight. You got clocked, you got clocked hard. That was it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And I know that if people today, like parents and things like that, you know, would have been their kids and they would have seen it today, they would have been like, oh my God, this is insane and stuff like that. But it's not. It's not. It's, it's something that'll keep you strong. It's something that, you know, that'll keep you uh, disciplined. I mean... There are some people that have mocked, you know, that have mocked the old school tradition. Like, oh, you know, what's the sense in sitting in a horse stance and punching a hundred times or a thousand times? What good is that going to do? Actually, you know, makes your legs strong. I'm not trying to be wise about it, but I'm just saying. You know, you sit in a horse stance. It's kind of like you're in a squat, but you're not, you're not, um, you're not like coming up or down. You got to literally stay in that stance. So your legs got to be strong. So if teacher came and he swept you or her, uh, like for instance, uh, you have somebody that's like maybe five foot ten and they weigh about a good 240 pounds and they're going to literally going to climb on your legs and put the entire weight on you, you better make sure you don't fall. Because if you do, you're in trouble. You see? So, even though, yeah, you sit in a horse dance 
for an hour or two, even five hours if you had to, and just punch. You know what? It's not, you know, it does a lot. It does a lot of good. It makes you strong. It makes you aware. I mean, I've seen people, you know, they've punched and they broke their wrist or their hand or their knuckle or, you know, even popped their shoulder or their elbow because they, they did it wrong. So, you know, there shouldn't be any kind of mocking or making fun of it. Not at all. It's just a matter of strength. I mean, um, back in the day, you know, well then, you know, I mean, you wore your gi, you wore your pants above your waist. And, your, you know, your belt was tied as one. And... Uh, and, and, you know, your gi and everything was, um, was, was crisp. Now, you know, I mean, of course, eventually, you know, your gi is going to get messed up. Yeah. And the gi is, is, is a uniform, a karate uniform. They also have, um, uh, in Kung Fu also, they have, uh, uh, uniform as well too. But it's different. Um, but anyway, I mean... The most important, you know, I mean, it's not like now, you know, now I see people wearing baggy pants and, you know, their their belt is all crooked and sloppy and, you know, there's just not much, you know, um, not much, um, I don't want to say respect, but it's just different, you know. Back in the days, I mean, yeah, but yeah, your pants were to be, if your pants were below your waist and, and your gi was all sloppy your and, and your belt was like, forget it, <laughs> forget it. You would be embarrassed. You would have to take everything off and put it, put it on the right, correct way. And then after you do that, then you're going to get knuckle push-ups, crunches, Jumping jacks and all that stuff. And the most, the, the most painful one is knuckle push-ups until they tell you otherwise. So you see, and that's discipline. It's not cruelty; it's discipline. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you're gonna remember those knuckle push-ups and everything, and you're gonna be like, "Oh heck no!" You know what? Next time I come to that dojo, I am gonna make sure that my pants are above my waist, the belt is one, and the gi is, you know, the the gi is. Is 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 nice and neat. And again, like I said, I mean, don't worry about the the top part. You know, the top key. Yeah, you know, you're gonna sweat and everything like that, and so it's gonna happen. But at least you come in there respectfully, and that's how old school tradition was. You know, hitting the board. You know, numerous and numerous and numerous of times. Uh, practicing techniques numerous, numerous, numerous of times. Um, you know, when you clean the dojo, you don't clean the dojo with a mop. No, you actually literally take a towel and you actually are squatting and literally going back and forth cleaning the floors. Not just one time, no. Probably like four, five, six times. And it's not just to only make it spit spot clean, but it's also to strengthen yourself too as well. Your legs, your ankles, your feet, your posture. So you see what some people would say today. Oh my God, that's just extreme and that's so, that's just beyond. No, it was. No, it isn't. 
It isn't. And I feel that today, now, they should do that. In whatever, whatever style you do, it should be that way. I mean, I mean, it, you know, it's amazing. And, you know, the mentality, it was not about who was stronger than who or who's better than who or, you know, I'm going to learn martial arts to bully people and beat them up. It was nothing, it was nothing about that. It was about discipline. It was about living your life, you know, making right choices and stuff like that. And learning who you are, bettering yourself. Now, it wasn't about, well, I want to become a microwave black belt in a matter of two years or a year or so. No, not at all. It's a matter of, you know, learning. Learning the techniques and the further you get into it, the more you learn. That's what it's about. And not forgetting basics and not forgetting, you know, where you come from. I mean, this is just, you know, some of the things that I've learned, you know, back in the days. And, um, and, and, you know, and it did me great. It did me great. I mean... The way, you know, the way, you know, like, is a path, right? So, for for example, why did I learn martial arts? Well, when I was five years old, my favorite movie, Big Show Middle China. I saw that movie over and over and over again. And I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. I want to learn how to do these flying kicks and all these other things. And, you know, my dad told me, you know, <laughs> you could learn, you know, you could learn martial arts. But it's not what martial arts is all about. And, you know, I was fortunate enough, you know, to learn. And I was fortunate enough to go to the dojo and learn that, you know, martial arts wasn't about the flying kicks and you know, jumping up and doing flips in midair and all that stuff. Like, you know, it was totally different. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not, again, I'm not mocking anybody, you know. I think that's cool, you know what I mean? If if you could flip up in the air and everything like that, and you could do, you know, you could do, like, cartwheels and acrobats and everything like that, that's excellent. I give you props because I couldn't even do a flip in my life. Or, um... I forgot this. I don't know. I remember the name of it, but I don't know the name of it. But, you know, uh, I see people do it where they, the stunts they do is amazing. Where they run from one, you know, they jump from one roof to the next roof. Or, you know, they're able to do flips and things like that. I mean, um, parkour, I think it's called. I think think it's parkour. I think it's amazing. That's amazing. If, If I got the name wrong, you know, I do apologize. But... Parkour, I think it is a parkour, parkour, anyway, I think it's amazing, that's amazing, you know, that takes a lot of discipline, you know, and, and, and that takes a lot of work, you know, to be able to do that and then, you know, do the fighting and everything like that, I mean, that's awesome, that's amazing, um, but, you know, with me, it's like, you know, as I learned and, and I kept learning and learning and learning, you know, for me, I learned, um, 
to defend myself and I learned for discipline and to and to better myself. And it helped me a lot. It really did. You know, it really did. It wasn't about me just, you know, you know, becoming a, a, a black belt or it wasn't just me, you know, learning to be a master right away or anything like that, you know, because not at all. I'm not even close to being a master. You know, people say to me, oh, you got your black belt, so you're a sensei, whatever. You know, to me, it's like I'm just I'm just a person. I'm just a normal, regular human being person that just practices just just to take care of myself. That's it. And that's the one thing, you know, that's the one thing with old school martial arts is that you learn to be humble. And, you know, you should be humble in life regardless, but, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it, it teaches you not to be arrogant, you know. Like, for example, I mean, for me, right, I was never arrogant or anything like that. I was never cocky or nothing like that, you know. I was always taught, you know, never bully anybody, never be a bully because, you know what, you're going to meet somebody that's going to be a bigger bully or that hates bullies and going to land up, you know, kicking your ass and everything like that. Excuse my French. And, you know, and I've met tons of people like that. I've met tons of people that I know that if I would have been a bully and I would have picked on them, they would have hurt me. They would have destroyed me and everything like that. And I sparred with some of these people. But, you know, like sparring, you know, like I trained with them. And, you know, and it was all out of respect. I respected them and they respected me and it was great, you know. You know, besides, you know, where I, where I come from, you know, if I would have learned martial arts and I would have, you know, ever bullied anybody, <clears throat> first of all, I would get my ass kicked. Uh, I think probably by everybody in the dojo. And then I would get kicked out. And then there goes that. See, because it wasn't about that. You don't practice to be a bully. You don't practice to, you know, pick on people or anything like that. You know? Because that's not what it's about. And maybe, you know, maybe, you know, some people, they learn because they want to, you know, they become arrogant and, you know, they pick on, you know, they pick fights and stuff like that. And But eventually they land up meeting their maker and uh, that's it. And that's that. But, you know, I have to say, I mean, I am, I am shocked, you know. With passing of you know Grandmaster Hunter Rico guy, uh, I well I'm gonna start with um with Earl Woodbury because uh, well Earl Woodbury I met I met him in my first tournament and when I met him I was uh, um I was 14 I was a yellow belt and um, he actually literally thought that I was an adult and he thought that, you know, he wanted to put me in the adult division to fight with the adults. And um, I, I was a bit nervous because I was like, wait a minute, like, what's going on? I got to fight adults? I'm 14 years old and I'm going to land up fighting grown men. And uh, even though, you know what, I, you know, I was 14, but you know what, I was trained, you know, so if I had to land a sparring with grown men, then I would have had to do it. Men that were in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. I had to do it. I had to do it. And I did in a couple of other tournaments afterwards. But, uh, you know, uh, 
but that first one I did when I did my my forms, what they call in katas, um, I went against. I was doing katas against adults and people, uh, uh, um, teenagers around my age and stuff like that. It was amazing though. It was great. It was a great feeling. And uh, from you know he, you know Earl Woodbury, you know he was the first old school that I met. Um, out you know. Aside from Hansai Rico, but uh, yeah, Orwell was the first one that I met that recognized me, or that I, that uh, took an interest and acknowledged this, you know my style of of, of um, karate, and uh, it was amazing because you know, and from there you know he would see me and everything and it was great. And then from there, I mean, I met Professor Stewart, I met um, uh, uh, Professor Ernest Hyman, I met. Um, uh, Billy Davis, I met Aaron Banks, Peter Irving, uh, Moses Powell, um, I met so many, so many, um, and I, I'm sorry if I skip names, but uh, Earl Woodbury was the first one that I met, and the last time I met, the last time I saw him was actually at the Martial Arts Hall of Honors, and uh, it, it was really great, you know, it was great to see him, and, um, you know, um, I got a picture with him where I had my trophy and he had his, and it was amazing, you know, because he, when he, he, for him to see me as a 14 year old Della Belt, skinny pencil looking hunchback kid to someone that became an adult and, you know, uh, worked hard, you know, it was, it, I was happy, you know, that I was able to share that with him. As you know, Hansai, or Grandmaster Rico guy, you know, um, well, I met him when I was, I was nine, ten years old. That was the first dojo that I ever went to. That was the first time I ever seen a dojo. And uh, it was cool. It was amazing. I was like, wow, you know. And, um, you know, he, you know, oh, he loved me. Like, you know, loved me like as I was a son, you know. And uh, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been to other dojos. I visited other dojos and stuff like that. But um, like once, you know, once or twice to other dojos, and that was it. But um, you know, I stood with his dojo, and um, and it was amazing. You know, I I first visited the dojo, and um, the dojo is a karate school. Uh, it's a uh, Japanese term for uh, for school or karate school. In Chinese, they would call it the Guang, which is uh, the uh, the kung fu school, uh, or as they would say, you know, in Chinese, the guang. But anyway, um, so uh, I think I was nine or ten years old. And after that, um, when I became freshman in high school, that's where I began to, you know, uh, studying in the dojo. Now I did learn martial arts when I was younger. I learned how to fight. Um, you know, it was funny. I used to watch Jackie Chang videos and Steven Seagal videos, and of course, you know, uh, other martial arts self-defense videos that you know my dad would put for me. And um, you know, and I and I learned from there. And I have to say, you know, I I thank my father. You know, for introducing me to 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 this, 
for introducing me to the martial arts and to the dojo and and I and I thank you very much for this. You know, I'm grateful because I would have never known. I used to hear stories, but but because of my dad, you know, he was able to he introduced me to the old school and he introduced me and, and allowed me to be a part of the history of it. And it was great, you know. So <clears throat> you know, um I didn't have to pay for, you know, for the classes or anything like that. But let me tell you something, even though the classes for me were free, I worked my ass off, that's for sure. Blood, sweat and tears, you name it. And I cherished every single moment of it. And, you know, uh, even when I, you know, left the dojo after uh, quite some time, you know, I, um, you know, I I still learned. And I kept learning and learning and learning and learning, you know, of course, um, under my father. You know, he was the one that always taught me. But, uh, you know, there were some things that, you know, Hansai, Rico... Uh, had taught me too, you know, but it was more my father, but still, <laughs> you know, I mean, but still, you know, he always, you know, treated me like, like, you know, like, like a son, you know, like a, or a nephew, you know, and, um, you know, I, 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 there were moments, you know, like, for instance, when he saw me at the martial arts all of honors, I mean, it was amazing, you know. And he was so happy to see me there. Like, wow, you really made it this far? Wow, you know, this, you know, it was awesome and everything like that. And and it was great, you know, it was really great. <laughs> you know, I, um, it was, I, I was very happy, you know. Um, you know, in, in his school, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, there was uh, karate, goju karate. Um... And it was Kendo, Yaido, and uh, Kempo. Um, but, you know, for me, you know, I always stuck by the karate classes. Of course, you know, if I came to the dojo earlier, um, I would have to participate in the, uh, in the Kempo classes. Um, because, yeah, I wasn't just going to stand there. <laughs> so I had to participate in that and, and I had to participate in the karate classes also. And then when it came down to tournaments, so sometimes, you know, um, the idol class, they had to wait while I had to do my forms and do my sparring and everything like that, you know, especially before a tournament. It was amazing, you know. Um, you know, sometimes I would practice for three hours, three, sometimes four hours. Um, no air conditioning or anything like that. A fan, if at times, you know. That's the old school training. I mean, the floor was slippery. I had to learn to hold my grip. You know, I, if I got maybe five hours, six hours sleep, you know, before the tournament or whatever, well, then that's what I had to focus on. That's the old school training, you know, for me. I got hit, no holding back. Didn't matter, you know. Um, and, and it was great, you know. Uh, every tournament I went to, I always came out with a trophy or a medal. But it wasn't just about that, you know. Um, for me, it was about learning. Whether I made it, whether I took first, second, third place, or even fourth, you know, um, it was about learning. And sometimes there were cheating, you know. Sometimes, you know, cheating happened in the tournaments. But you know what, though? I learned. I 
kept my cool. I, you know, uh, had to discipline myself to not uh, throw fit or be a sore loser or a sore winner or anything like that. And I had to just go at it. And, you know, it's a great, it was great, you know, after, you know, it was nothing personal. I never took anything personal. You know, I did, I went in there, I did my forms, did my, you know, did my sparring and, you know, uh, shook my opponent's hands and everything like that. And that was that. And sometimes I used to chit chat with them and take pictures with them and everything. And then I would also meet a lot of the old school, um, you know, teachers and masters and stuff like that. So it was amazing. It was great, you know. Um... True fact, from what I understand, Steven Seagal was also uh, a student of um, Grandmaster Rico Guy, and I wish I would have been able to meet Steven Seagal, which is never too late. You know, I do hope to one day meet Steven Seagal and shake his hand and stuff like that and be able to say, hey, you know, Steven Seagal, you know, you know, uh, that was also, uh, you know, we had the same Grandmaster and stuff like that. And, you know, be, it would be awesome, you know. But, um, you know, the, the last few years of seeing Hansai Rico was, um, it was great, you know, because we got to bond, we got to talk, we talked about life, you know, and it was amazing, you know, I got to share stories and, you know, he shared his stories with me and... And it was great. It was amazing, you know. And, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, I would come for my acting gigs. And I would get off the train and, you know, it would be whether it was 8, 9, even 10 o'clock at the night. You know, I would see him sitting there right in front of the dojo, outside the dojo, outside the school. And it was cool, you know, because we would just shoot the breeze and we would talk and talk and talk. And it, it was just amazing, you know. And... um. No, this was a person, you know, you would, I, I, you know, you wouldn't, you would never think that, you know, you would think, you know, a person who's in the 70s, you would never think they were in the 70s. You would think that they were still, in, you know, they were a kid. You would still think you were talking to another teenager, you know, someone in their, in their teens or younger, you know, or in their 20s and stuff like that. And it was cool, you know, um, it, it was great, you know, and, and, um, they didn't look their age, you know, he didn't look his age at all, and, you know, and it was amazing, and these were great times, you know, those were, you know, it was great times and everything, you know, and it was shocking to me when I found out, you know, he passed away, it took me off guard, and, um, you know, it's just something like, what, what, you know, and, you know, I mean, there's great, many great memories and everything that I'm going to take with me. Every time I pass by the, the you know, the school, you know, I'm always going to remember that. I'm always going to remember him sitting there. I'm always going to remember him there standing there, just enjoying the air and, you know, and shooting the breeze and talking and, you know. I'm always going to remember those, you know, those times. And I, I'll never forget the hard times, you know, in the dojo that I went, you know, that I was, that I gone through as well, too, you know. Um... You know, for me, these are things that I cherish and will always cherish them. And, um, but I'm happy for that. And I know right now, you know, he's probably up in heaven smoking a cigar 
He's probably actually seeing Earl Woodbury. <laughs> and they're probably saying, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? You know, because, you know, they're old friends. That's what it's like in the old school. And, you know, and, and I'm sure, you know, probably shooting the breeze and everything like that and just having a great time. And one thing, you know, I always say is, is that, you know, I always look at the bright side of things. Always look at the bright side of everything, you know. Even though, you know, it might be hard, you know, when you lose, you know, it's hard to lose people in your life. But, you know, you just have to be able to stay strong. And I know it's, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's easier said than done. I know that, trust me. But, you know... I'm just glad to say that I was I was I was able to experience that in my life, and you know, and and something that I will always take with me forever, and um, and I have no regrets whatsoever. So I say unto you this, you know, whatever style you want to learn, whether it's boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling. Judo, Kido, you know, uh, Kyokushin Kai, Gojun, you know, Tai Chi, Tiger, but, you know, whatever, Kung Fu Karate, you know, wrestling, you know, whatever, you know, just always remember this and have this mentality of this. Always be humble, always be grateful. If you do it, do it for health reasons do it to better yourself don't ever give up on yourself but don't think that you're better than everybody else either go in there and you embrace everything that you learn cherish it and learn hard you know maintain that discipline in you and don't ever disarray yourself you know for anything or anyone somebody tells you to stop and don't do it anymore they're not your friend, they're not your, you know, if it's your significant other, then they don't care about you. You know, you stick to the arts. Don't turn to drugs. Don't smoke. Don't drink. It, it doesn't help it any. It doesn't matter how, you know, how strong you are. Eventually, the alcohol, the smoking, the drugs and all that, it's going to break you. It's going to, you know, it's going to lower your immune system and everything like that. So don't, don't turn to any of that. You continue with the arts. And what you do from there, you know, if you want to compete, that's great. You know, compete. You want to become a champion, you go and you do it. You know, always remember, you know, you're a winner. But at the same time, though, winners are always humble and they're always grateful. Winners are not cocky and they're not arrogant. You know, because you'll always meet that one person that will beat you. So always remember that. And always remember this, you know, you go to a tournament, you know, it's not about winning or losing. It's about learning. So if you don't place first place or second place or third place, you know what? You ask yourself, okay, what happened? Where did I go wrong? And you learn from it. And even if you place first place, always remember this. Okay, I took first place. But now I have to maintain that. Because there are going to be people that are going to study you. And they're going to want to eventually challenge you. And they're going to probably go, you know... And compete against you. And if you're not up to date with what you know. 
and you're not up to date with, you know, practicing, your opponent might actually land up beating you. And, you know, so it's also about maintaining. So even though you win, you still learn. I mean, like I said, well, it's not about winning or losing. It's about, you know, whether you take first place, it's about learning. You learn to, you know, to maintain and realize, okay, I worked hard and I got to continue to work hard and I'm not going to give up. If you go and you, you know, you go, you know, and you, you know, whether you go to the UFC or anything that had, you know, and you get the championship belt, you get a trophy, a medal, go to the Olympics, you win a medal and everything like that, you know, <clears throat> most important thing is this, is that you embrace it, but you learn, you always learn from it, you always learn. And what is it you learn? By getting a championship, for example, well, you got to maintain that belt. You got to maintain that champion. And through that is by discipline and training hard. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's not, you know, you could train hard and everything like that. Sometimes, you know, you'll end up beating that other opponent might be, that might be a little bit better than you. But it doesn't mean that you're a loser. It doesn't mean that you're nobody. You know, it just means that, you know, you met. You just met that challenger that was, you know, that had a little bit more experience or, you know, and it just happens. But it doesn't mean you're a loser. You know, being a loser is when you give up. Being a loser is when you forget your ways and, and you know, you go out there and you, and, and you, you know, you do bad things and everything like that. That's different. But, you know, being a winner is, is you never give up and you learn and you embrace and you're humble and you're grateful, you know? Even if you lose that championship belt, you know what? You still stick to, you still stick, you know, to learning and you learn more. You never know. You might get that rematch and you might win. But it's just a matter of learning and embracing it and remaining humble and saying, you know what? It's okay. You know, you know, I, I it's going to happen. So you see, these are the things that, you know, that matters. So, you know, before I end this session, I just want to say that I just want to thank, you know, uh, you know, Grandmaster Hunsai Rico guy. I want to just thank you for, you know, being in my life and <clears throat> allowing me to train in your dojo. And you will be missed. I will miss you, and, you know, I do love you, and, uh, you know, I hope you are in heaven, I know you are, you know, enjoying life and enjoying peace, and, you know, for Master Woodbury, same with you, I... Enjoyed those good times with you, and I am happy that I that I met you, and uh, I'm happy that you know that I was able to you know to to be a part you know to be a part of the circle and experience and experience you know uh, the stories and 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 the great times that I had. And this also goes for other martial artists as well, too, that, you know, that have passed away. Where, I, Like I said, I had the honors of meeting Moses Powell and 
Professor Jonathan Stewart and Peter Irving and Aaron Banks and, you know, and a few other martial artists um, that have passed away. And I've also, you know, still till today, you know, there are some, you know, old school martial artists that I do see, uh, keep in touch with and talk to from time to time and stuff like that. And it's great, you know, and I just, I'm just grateful for that. And I am grateful, you know, that I, even though that I'm the baby, because I am the baby, you know, uh, amongst the elders, <laughs> still, all in all, you know, it, it, for me, for me, you know, I'm, I'm just happy, you know, I'll always be that baby in the old school, and I'm okay with that, I love it, and I just want to say that I, I'm grateful for that, and I will always cherish it and take it with me wherever I go, and, um, and yeah, so I also, you know, I do want to thank my father for for everything, for introducing me to this, because if it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't even know any of this stuff. I would have not known none of this. I would have not experienced all the things that I've ever experienced, so I'm tremendously grateful to my father for this and uh, and my mom for supporting me as well too and uh, encouraging me not to give up so I love you all <laughs> I thank you all and um, well then that'll be it for now there's more stuff to come. So, that concludes for today's episode. I just want to thank everybody for listening and, you know, taking the time. I know this was a pretty bit of a long episode. Maybe the longest episode. Um, of course, you know, it wasn't easy for me to, to do this. But, you know, I just do it and I'm happy with it. And I hope that all of you were able to enjoy this. So, uh, check out my YouTube page. It's uh, www.youtube.com slash shinbooks, which is S-H-I-N-B-O-O-K-S. And you'll see all my, you know, you see a lot of my work there. And um, I'll be having more work, more uh, videos there to come. Also, you can check out my Instagram, which is shinpixdo, which is S-H-I-N-P-I-C-S-D-O. And also my TikTok page, which, you know, TikTok is... T-I-K-T-O-K and my screen name there is Shinbooks same thing like my YouTube page so you know and you'll be able to see short videos and stuff like that where you know I do so many different things so I thank you all again you know um, God bless you all be safe be humble be grateful and be hopeful and um, keep the faith until next time Later.